you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Books now. Uh, you have to pick a team. Here's the uh-huh. game. You have to pick a team that had the biggest statement win of the weekend. Not exciting, not with just statements. Like, which one felt most powerful to you? Jets. Jets, mm-hmm. Jets, Jets, Jets. Like, they, by far. I can't believe it's the month of November and we're talking about the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it, but I really enjoy it. I like it. They beat the Buffalo Bills in the game that was supposed to be the, all right, Jets, get out of here. Ha, ha, ha. We got a cool head, head coach and some talented guys. No, they won. They won the game fair and square. They made Josh look uh, human. They made him look heavily flawed. And so I, I, I will say this. I, we were all excited about this on Monday, and I was jumping out of my seat saying, they're back. It's not the same old Jets. Are we sure yet that Zach Wilson is good? Like, we, we don't know. We, he showed some toughness in this game, but he, I don't know if he's good yet. And here's the deal. So they get this, this um, monkey off their back because they win a divisional game. Yeah. Now they're in the bye. And right out of the bias, the Patriots. Again, like they're going to play them for the second time in three weeks. So the Patriots own them. And we were talking about this two weeks ago. Oh, the Patriots beat the Jets again. So I'm just asking. It's a great win. And you asked the question, what was the same win? And it was. But is this enough? Or are they going to come out of this bye? And it's like, oh, my God, 30 to 13 Patriots? Then we have to say same old Jets, right? And that's, that was the feel after that Patriots game. I know. I told you guys, I'm at the game. I'm with some of my childhood you know. friends who are all Jets fans. They lose that game. It's just like... We're the same old Jets. Like, they tricked us again. But then they go out there and beat Buffalo. I know. So, like, it was the statement game of week nine. Is Do we know if Zach Wilson's the real deal or not? No. We're still figuring those things out. But after that Patriots game, uh-huh. they all felt like we let one slip away. Like, this wasn't the same old Jets. We had them. We had them right where we wanted. And we didn't get it done. Zach Wilson, after the game, they talked about in two weeks, you're going against this New England Patriots yeah. team. He said, I'm looking forward to it. So this is a game, like you said, week nine, statement win. I'm going with the Jets as well. But going after the bye, going against New England, like that's what it's all about. You showed us that you're here for real. It's November. We're still talking about you. Can you beat up on this Patriots team who now is in their bye week yeah. after they played the Colts? They're coming off a win. They're hanging out. They'll be ready to play those guys. So it's going to be a fun one. De- Dev's a safety for the Pats. Yeah. Are they concerned about the Jets? Is there talk about Zach Wilson as one of these guys we have to worry about? Like, what, what is the reputation amongst the Jets, you think, amongst the Patriots? New England hates, like, every week we would go to play the New York Jets yeah. and would always say, beat MF Jets. Oh, really? You can, you can understand. Like on the board. Yes, there is no love lost. There's all bad blood. Like, for Dev, if he, when he sometimes retired and he's on a show and he's talking, I guarantee you he will never say anything positive wow. about the Jets. It wow. runs deep there. Wow. All right. So fascinating. It was, uh, for a while, it did feel like a statement win. And like it's not just another divisional game. Like the yeah. Patriots, like when they face the Jets again, it'll just be like out for blood. Like that would put a stamp on it. Uh, to me, the biggest win, and it really wasn't that, it was thrilling in the final two minutes, but it was the biggest difference between Tom Brady being Tom Brady that we've seen all season long, which is him addressing the media like this and shrugging his shoulders yeah. a lot and like kind of having to like, 
Like Tom Brady's coming to Germany now this week, and he's happy. He's hugging people. He drove down the field a la Tom Brady of every other season, essentially, that we've ever seen him yeah. play. We, this, the last couple weeks for Tom Brady looked so painful to watch. Everyone is very confused about how he looks, the yep. way he's talking, what's going on with him. And it's kind of sad to watch. And this oh, yeah, win felt like such a statement for this mm-hmm. team, for the talent that's on this team. It's very confusing why the Buccaneers have been handing, why they could not produce offensively for the talent that they have with Tom Brady at the helm. So the fact that they pulled this win out against the Rams, the way that they did it in the final two-minute offense, they have some they have some swag about them now. They get to arrive in Germany, and they get to say, what's up, we're Tampa Bay. There's a reason why this man's face is plastered all over this country. Oh, yeah, it is. Football-wise, I take the Jets from the state point, but importance, I also take the Bucs. All right. You know, breaking that losing streak, coming to Germany. If he, if Tom Brady would have lost this game, nobody in Germany would have seen him probably till Sunday. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited for this event that he's coming in. They're a little happier yeah. than uh, mm-hmm. if they would have lost. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about it. It was very important for Tampa Bay. They're leading the division. Seahawks mm-hmm. are leading the division. What better international mm-hmm. game can mm-hmm. you get? Here's the second question to that. This game played in Germany between the Seahawks and the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. What, what would be the bigger statement win for which one of these teams? Like, who mm-hmm. has, what's the bigger statement for if this team wins? You mm-hmm. don't have to, this isn't your prediction, but the win. That's a good question. I, I, in the offseason, I would have said, you know, the Seahawks beating the Buccaneers. Yes. Mm-hmm. But now I've I, I reversed the roles. Yes. The Seahawks are the clear favorite. It could yeah. be. Could I, ask, could I ask you a quick Germany question? Tom Brady's going to show up here. Famously very picky about what he eats and the what he puts into his body. What's he eating here in Germany? I'm serious. What's he going to eat? What would you suggest to him? Food. Maybe. No sausages. Right. We talked about it. But it's some healthy food. What do you got? Oh, <laughs> put you on the spot. Point like this. Salad? I don't know. Salad does exist. Salad what and was chicken. Salad and chicken. It, it was like roast pork and mashed potatoes yeah. that yeah. we got from the stand. He's not eating that. No, he's don't, not going to no. eat that. Don't eat like legit German food because that's very, very fatty. I know. Meat, right. So I think he's not going to eat that before the game. Okay. So you need I'm to interested in that. He definitely okay. brought like a lunchbox full of snacks <laughs> yeah, right. for himself. Right? He did. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, Rebecca, good morning football. Three times a day, uh, the chimes happen with the glockenspiel dancers up there. Uh, the, it represents a wedding that happened in the 1560s, and everybody gathers and watches it. It's a really cool scene on Marienplatz, which is the home of our show all week. Good morning football live from Munich. And joining us now is a friend of our show, and I made this friend in London, and he's a, he watches, and we watch him now, and I'm so excited to have him. Uh, Ika Domisch is an award-winning sports journalist from right here in Germany. He's on ProSieben, which is Channel 7. Is that kind of the, the translation there? Perfect. Welcome to Good Morning Football. Yeah. Uh, look at this guy. I know. Wow. I know. Hair and makeup was like, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you look great. Uh, Jason. Thank you. So, You're welcome. Eka, I was watching on Thursday your studio show and trying to follow along, and but the, the most important graphic that jumped out to me was that all of your colleagues picked the Bills to win the Bills-Jets game, except for you, which is why you're wearing that green sweatshirt. Why did you think the Jets could pull off that win? Uh, at first, I, I love the underdog, and the Bills have been the underdog in that game, and mm-hmm. there is uh, one tweet uh, in the internet. Uh, one guy from the U.S. coin-flipped the whole season of the New York Jets through, yeah. and he's perfect. 
and he predicted for week nine that uh, the Jets will beat the Bills. Is that true? Since he's still perfect, I thought, okay, that should be. And now you're still pick. perfect. Incredible. Uh-huh. I love it. Um, you've gotten to travel all over the world to cover the NFL, including London, where you got to see the Packers take on the Giants earlier this season. Mm-hmm. What was the experience like there, man? It was pretty cool to see the Packers fans out there, right? Because mm. they are, I think in the U.S., they are one of the best traveling fans and they travel all over Europe. Normally in the, in the, uh, at the games in Europe, there are a lot of people from Europe, but there has been people from uh, Packers town yeah. as well. So it was such a good feeling to see them, to hear their chance, to get the energy from them and uh, pretty cool to see Aaron Rodgers live. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Both ah, of them. Yeah, and, uh, and the other Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's outside. He's here today. Yeah, he was, he was, not even joking. Yeah. He lives sure. in Munich. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's here. We he's, I think well. he's probably outside right now. Yeah, oh, out. there he is. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, fans are so important to the game. Mm-hmm. We've traveled international. Fans love Tom Brady. But mm-hmm. the people in Germany also love the Seattle Seahawks. They're traveling here. The first ever NFL game in Germany. What can we expect for those fans come Sunday? I think the Seahawks have the biggest fan club in Germany from all their overseas fan clubs. In Germany, that's the biggest one. And since they had that success uh, back Mm -hmm. in 2015, 2014, when we started broadcasting, a lot of people in Germany love them. And I think it's it's a home game for the Buccaneers. But I think there will be a lot of green jerseys mm, in the stadium. Uh-huh. I think the Seahawks will have the edge. Ah, cool. Yeah. I love that. Hey, speaking of it, we work together every week. Can you yeah. tell me about it? Slowly but surely, you're taking over the show. Bitte auf Deutsch. Let me just say Deutsch. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Are you talking about us? Be respectful. I love this guy. You've been everywhere. North, South, West Coast, East Coast in the US. What American fan base stood out the most? Oh. And I love the Eagles. I've, really? been, okay. I've been in Philadelphia when sure. they won the Super Bowl mm. in training camp. No one better the Eagles. I met Jason Kelsey. I said to him, if you win the Super Bowl, we drink a beer together. Uh-huh. They won the Super Bowl. I got to uh, Philadelphia for the parade. Yeah. And the parade was finished. He came out of the bus again. <laughs> for me, we drank the beer. It was, it was a perfect wow. thing. Since then, how passionate the fans have been on that day. The Eagles catch a little bit. Kelsey of got off the bus and during the parade and Absolutely. had a beer with you. You can you can look it on my. No, I remember. Yeah. They were doing that a lot with the with the cool uh, like what was it? The like? Mummers costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The costume. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so cool. And, that's and what an really embarrassing has been um, Jason Peters. Jason. Yeah. The Jason, Peter. yeah. Jason yeah. Peters. Yeah. Yeah. Was wanted to go to the bus, and I said, Jason, wait a second, can you bring out Kelsey? <laughs> I didn't interview him, I yeah. just said, bring, bring, out bring him out. Yeah. And he remembered <laughs> and came out, and since oh, then I have a, a awesome. small spot. That's oh, amazing. That's amazing. Should. So, uh, Jason and I, you know, started on the show a couple months ago, but before that, Good Morning Football won an Emmy, which is like so special for everybody that works on this show. Mm. You two are award winners as German television broadcasters as well. What do you guys work on together? And tell us about the award that you won. What mm-hmm. you know, what's it called, Mana? Um, it's uh, Deutsche. As a best Deutsche Sportsendung. Nice. It's the best German sports show. You're laughing, it's right. I just love that we're talking in English on Good Morning Football. And like, no. it's, so, it's so random and are so awkward. Like, but we're good. We're good at this and what we do. That is what we are booked for. <laughs> I love I, we love listening to you guys speak the yes. language. It's, yes. it's you did it as well today. I heard okay. Atlanta Falcons, it was a little harder than yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Iberfluss. Yeah, yeah, right. right. so, yeah, but we got the award for the best sports show. And I think it's you you saw this guy for a couple of hours now in uh, television and yeah. he has the passion and that's what mm. we are doing I think pretty well on our show mm-hmm. it's about the passion passion it's about the thing we love about football it's not the game it's mm. like all the things sure. 
besides the, mm. it's the people, it's the stories, yeah. it's the fans, and I think we transported that transported, uh, pretty well. We yeah. do. We, we said all the time, football should be fun. You know, it yes, is very fun. Um, we should talk about your hair. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's beautiful. Really? It's, it's yes. iconic. By the way, it's iconic, it's iconic in Germany. I believe it. It's iconic. All right, so this is perfect because you have iconic German hair. There are some NFL players that have iconic American hair. We're just going to run through them. I want you to pick your favorite and assess them. So let's bring some up. Uh, first up, Trevor Lawrence. What do you think? It's actually similar to yours. What do you think? Hmm, I like it. I have another story about him. When he played uh, the college championship, uh-huh. uh, the Super Bowl has been in Atlanta. And I think the college championship that year have been in Atlanta. And on the day before the Super Bowl, there was a big like party in the in downtown Atlanta. Yeah. And when I walked through with my camera uh, to film something, some people shouted, uh, Trevor! Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not, I'm not Trevor. So. All right, well, that's the clubhouse leader then. But also we have new Vikings tight end, TJ Hawkinson, who's Ooh. grown his hair out since he uh-huh. came into the league. Yeah. What do we have? Uh, oh, there yeah. he is, him. Texture. The texture. Yeah, texture. That's wild. It what is that crimper thing they do, Jamie, in the yeah, 80s, right? Really. They yep. looks like that. Yep. All right, so we got that. And then That's another natural. tight end, um, George Kittle, the people's tight end. Mm. Let's take a look at Kittle. Everybody loves Oh, man, oh, what no. do you think? The, the, the personality matches the hair. Yes. That's what I think about him. And yes. his personality is unbeaten. Well, we have another one, a guy who Aaron Rodgers throws to in the red zone these days, David Bakhtiari. <laughs> uh, it's, it's facts only, guys. Now, he's got it bunned up here like Bjorn a little bit. Bjorn, you chime in on this. What do you, what do you think of Bakhtiari? I like that uh-huh. haircut. Uh-huh. That's, that's the low. That's the low, man. Yeah. All right, but hold on. There's a name that we have to get to that I know Jason loves, and this is a doppelganger. Dolphins special team legend, Andrew Van Ginkle. Oh, oh my. What do you think? Um, it's my brother, right? That's really Ica. He just that's shaved it. his facial hair. Yeah. He, he scored that week. Yeah, yeah he you scored score. last week. Yeah, yeah. You, I, you, you score. score. You scored. I, I, I showed that on our show, and I said, yeah. if Andrew Van Ginkle did something good, I have to show you because yes. you know why. <laughs> he had a, you had a scoop and score against the Chicago Bears. What did it feel like to do that in Soldier Field? It's like my first one. It's incredible. <laughs> it's unbelievable. The first one is always. So who is the best of those that we just showed? Uh, I have to go with Kittle because Kittle, yeah, like what I said, the personality matches the hair best. Just like you, buddy. Just like Just you. Just like Love you. Right? Well, Thank I, you. Ica, um, your show that you guys work on together, um, you, <laughs> it's it's so great. Do you feel like you have grown? The audience feels like it's grown with you because if mm-hmm. you very much are teaching the game, is that the connectivity you feel like you have with the fans that watch your show? Yeah, and I think the fans recognizing, it sounds silly, but me growing as well. Because when I got on air, I I was 25 years old, Mm -hmm. but I still was... I'm a late bloomer. I was like mm-hmm. a child, and I grown with the audience, with the people I met. I, the first everybody, thing, everybody did. You know, at right. the beginning, everybody was like, "Who are these guys on TV?" Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, that's amazing. right. Yeah. Everyone, every German I've come across, they know you like the best. Like, it, of course, you are <laughs> yeah. beloved here. It's like uh, so amazing. To award watch. winning. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Bjorn, tell us one more time what the name of the award was that you guys won. Deutsche Fernsehpreis. Deutsche Fernsehpreis. Deutsche Fernsehpreis. Deutsche Fernsehpreis. Deutsche Fernsehpreis. Deutsche Fernsehpreis. And now I have a break. I have two of them. Oh! Dynasty. Dynasty. Ika, thank you so much for being here. We so appreciate you. We've enjoyed spending time with you. I love it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Day two of Good Morning Football live here in Munich. That is Odiensplatz. Uh, the lucky lions are lined up there. You have to rub the noses of three of the four lions. And if you hit the fourth one, bad luck for all of eternity. Yes, this is true, Bjorn. I know. Yeah. Go off there. Like you, you and your man bun. I, you know what? I kind of want to like rub the top of that man bun. Yeah. I think that's good luck. Think that's good luck. It brings luck. Uh, what, are we, what are we doing here? Well, well he, by here you mean Munich, yes. where we are. So, guys, it's time to learn a little more about the NFL's ties to this beautiful country and Bavarian culture as a whole with a new game show called Rise and Stein. You have a friend there. Yeah, I'm your host, Kyle Brandt, but I'm really not because beside me is the newest name in the game show game, the one and only Mr. Ben Stein. Nice. Not that one. We're talking this one. Very happy to be here. So happy, in fact, you could say I'm a glass half full kind of guy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I call that a mugshot. All right, all right, enough messing around. Kyle, tell him how we're going to play the game. Why does he talk like someone from Queens? Like, what, what, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Ben, thank you for that introduction and the cool uh, glass humor. Uh, here's how the game's going to work. Uh, ben, you will read, my friend, uh, about a question about the NFL in Germany and Europe and about German culture. And then Ben is going to give you guys three multiple-choice options, and you'll each pick the answer you think is correct. Sound pretty easy? So let me get this straight. We yeah. have to play a German trivia game show with a German. That's yeah. a fact. Okay, just want to establish A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure on, pressure on yeah, you. The yeah. pressure all right, on. I'm scared. Don't ben will reveal up. the right answer, awarding a point to whomever gets it right. Are you all ready? I don't even have to ask. Let's go. Oh, ben. Hey, Ben, take it away. First question. All right. Question one. Heading into this season, there have been 43 regular season international games in NFL history. They've taken place in London, Mexico City, and which other international locations? Is it A, Madrid, B, Toronto, or C, Rio de Janeiro? This is an easy one for me. You know, I, I, I always master these trivia games. I'm mm. always the one to get them all correct because Jamie wants to win. But uh, Madrid, I am going to go with B, Toronto. Okay. That's going to be the correct answer. Okay. I'll lean on that, too, just because it's easy for the Bills to hop across the bridge and go play in Toronto. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll take that, too. You're going to say Toronto you, as well? You're not going to say? You were, exasperated. you were exasperated with the all ease right. of that question. Bjorn. All right, Ben. You heard the folks. Uh, tell us what the right answer is, buddy. And the correct answer is the big T-O-B, Toronto. You guys welcome. All right, all across the board we get. And, guys, here's the deal. Starting in 2008 and running through 2012, the Bills were selected to feature the first NFL regular season game played in Canada. First matchup took place 2008 when the Bills hosted the Dolphins. They'd lose that first game. And then five of the next six games played in Toronto before the yearly staple ended in 2013. I did a game once, a sideline again yeah. in Buffalo on Christmas Eve, and then the only way I could get home to Minnesota was I. There was a flight from Toronto. I crossed the bridge after mm-hmm. a Bills game, flew from YYZ, whatever the airport is, to MSP. But I was like, "Well, wow, that's the way I can get home. I got to cross the bridge, yeah. with my passport, just to get home on Christmas Eve." What a what a what a warrior you what are! Seriously, on, on Christmas Eve, yeah. um, we love it, and we all love that it's a tie score, one point each. Okay. Ben, you're up, buddy. Hit us with the next one before and I take a drink out of you. Two. The NFL has played five preseason games in Germany, beginning in 1990 with the Rams taking on the Chiefs. Who caught the first NFL preseason touchdown in Germany? Is it A, Cleveland Gary, B, J.J. Burden, or C, Buford McGee? Jason. This is such... uh, Not so easy now, is it? The first (laughs) preseason game. Oh, my goodness. 
I have no idea. Buford McGee just sounds like an awesome name. A guy that catches <laughs> touchdown passes, spikes the ball, does an amazing dance in the end zone. So I'm going with Mr. McGee C. I'm going to go, uh, maybe, it's his, maybe it's like Rashawn Gary's uncle, Cleveland Gary. I'll go A. Cleveland Gary. Yeah. <laughs> I also go with Cleveland Gary. It sounds also cool. Oh, like man. A guy Sorry, J.J. Burton. So. Watch. It's going to be B. Well, I know that Cleveland Gary's a real player. He was a running back at Miami. I remember him well. He has an infamous play against Notre Dame, but I don't know if that's the right answer. Uh, ben, tell us what tell is, us, buddy. Ben. Well, what if I don't have any answers? Nah, I'm kidding. I'm just pulling your keg. All right, all right. The answer is C. Buford McGee. Yay! Buford yeah. McGee, guys. Look at that. Rams fullback, he treated German fans to their first NFL touchdown. He caught a seven-yard pass from Jim Everett. The Rams would go on to win the game 19-3, and on the sidelines of that game, as the Chiefs running backs coach, was Bruce Arians, Arians. Wow. who held that job from 1989 to 1992. Song of Bruce. Yay. That's right. And he's that? back. Look at that helmet tunnel. Look at the helmet tunnel. Really cool helmet tunnels. I absolutely love it. Um, but Jason McCourty takes the lead here, all right? Two to one to one. Uh, ben, what's your next question, you foamy SOB? What do you got? All right, question number three. Many notable NFL players have spent time in NFL Europe, including your colleague, Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. Warner was the QB for the Amsterdam Admirals during the 1998 spring season. Which former NFL QB was Warner's backup that season? Was it A, Jake DeLome, B, Scott Covington, or C, Brian St. Pierre? For this one. How'd I'm, you get out of this game, Kyle? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the only name I recognize on the list. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. It's probably going to be wrong based off of that. Yeah. But I am going with A. I'm going with Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome started uh, a Super Bowl. I, I was going to go that direction, too. But now I'm going to break just just to break away from you. I'm going to go with uh, Brian St. Pierre. I knew that's who you were going to choose. Yeah? I think he played at Boston College. Uh, I, I'm Bjorn. going with Jason. With A, Jake, uh, only quarterback I know. And he's up. So I'm, I'm following him. Okay. There we go. I hope it's Brian St. Pierre. And actually, I hope it's Scott Covington, but I don't know the answers to this. Only a beer mug with googly eyes pasted onto it does. Ben, what is the right answer, my buddy? And the correct answer is a proud member of the Southwestern Louisiana Raging Cajuns, A. Jake DeLome. <laughs> Jake DeLome! You the mystery! Yeah. Oh, that was hot. Um, <laughs> was that good for you, Ben? That's, that was really, it, Ben, you're delicious. All right, listen, I'm supposed to stick to the script here. Jalome was assigned to the Amsterdam Animals as a backup quarterback to Kurt Warner. Oh, his eye fell off. His eye just <laughs> fell off. Ooh, it's sick of that. Um, yeah, I'm going to There you go. All right, anyway, it's Jake Jalome. Oh, now it's screwed. Why are you doing this to Jake it's, Look at it. It's all the condensation. Let's yeah, put it right in there. Well, now it's winking at us. I like it. It's kind of hot. All right, let's get to the next question. We love Jake DeLone. We love you. Let's keep the questions coming. Ben, uh, you're coming apart, my friend. Give us one more. Question number four. There are a lot of German words that have no direct translation. Which of the following is a real German word with no exact counterpart in English? Is it A, Backpfeifferfingersicht? Is it B, Wandermuth? Or is it C, Trap and Spec? Word. Obviously, I know that, yes. but I need Jason to not know it, so I yes. can tie him. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Do you want to go first? No. <laughs> yeah. I, have to, I have to go last. I am going with B, Wondermodel. Is that how he said Which of the following is a real German word with no direct English translation? Obviously, it's Backfeischgeistchen. Right. A. 
Oh my god. All right. What is it, Bjorn? Give us the answer. I think it's a Backpfeifengesicht. And, and there's the real is German is word is. Let's hope I'm pronouncing this right. Backpfeifengesicht. Yes. All right, we're, I'm sorry, we're, we're talking over producer David Zipple. I mean Ben Stein. Um, so it was, say it again, Bjorn, what was Back it? Gesicht. Like Zach Wilson, baby face. Gesicht. There's so many letters in there. It's incredible. I'm looking at this word. It's amazing. All right. We have time for one more. We have time for one more. I feel like Mad-Eye Moody. All right. Ben, you know Mad-Eye Moody, right? Yeah, All right. Ben, hit us, hit us with the final answer. Go ahead. Or final question. All right. Your final question. The Seahawks and Bucks are playing in Munich on Sunday in the famous Allianz Arena, home of Bayern Munich. Byron Munich has a long history of great players, but which of the below names is not an actual former player? Is it A, Hans-Jörg Butz? Is it B, Thomas Beerholz? Or is it C, Bastian Schweinsteiger? Is not uh, a former Bayern. All right, Hans-Jörg hands Butt. Is it, is it, <laughs> I can tell you, help you guys. Yeah. I hope you know that for sure. Number C was a former player. Now with A and B, I have no idea. No idea. Okay. So don't go with number C. No, so so now let me translate it. B, beer hearts is beer neck. Okay. Translated. Oh. Beer neck. And butt is butt. What's Schweinsteiger? What's the last one translated? Schweinsteiger is yeah. pick, pick something. I don't know what it is. It's just pick. Anybody in the crew know what Schweinsteiger means? I don't know what Schweinsteiger means. There's no meaning. Okay. No. I'm going. I'm going. I'm, I'm going with. I'm gonna go with A. My son, that would be the one that he would directly yes. go to because he would understand. This is but, yeah. he would be fired up. I'm I'll okay. go. I'll go Thomas Beerhalls because that's where I want to go hang out after the show. Talk about it. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll, go, I'll go with A. You go with A. All right, guys. This is big. Is this? The, I don't know what the score is, of course, but like, uh, let's figure it out. No, it's 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 three three. Oh, three three. is in it to win it. I, I don't know what the score. Where is the score, guys? <laughs> I asked for so little. Um, all right, Ben. Tell us what the answer is. And the made-up Munich player is B, Thomas Beerholz. What does it mean, Ben? All right, Thomas Beerholz may never have played for Bayern Munich, but Hans-Jörg Booth and Bastian Schweikensteiger definitely have. (laughs) Booth is a goal. Everyone's laughing at him. I'm trying. Schweinsteiger? Yeah. All right, he has a special talent for taking... Please roll the teleprompter. Penalty kicks and scoring late game goals by crashing the opposing penalty box. Schweinsteiger? Yeah. Uh, Schwein- Schwarzenegger is regarded what? as one of the greatest midfielders of all time. Right, enough with the information. Guys, we had a talking beer mug in this, and Jason McCourty won. What else is new? This is what I do. It is Prost of the town. Prost, uh, the week nine offer up a pint size memories that we want to honor. So Prost to week nine, let's take a look back. My first Prost goes to lip-reading Twitter. Yes, thanks to NFL cameras, fans get to ride along on the emotional roller coaster that is lip-reading. Uh, whether it's Kyler Murray barking at Cliff Kingsbury, Tom Brady addressing his offensive line in the kindest of matter, lip-reading Twitter is alive and well every Sunday, but this week was extra, extra special. Let's start with a quarterback who, you know, we read his body language. Sometimes it's hard to even understand what he is actually saying, but Aaron Rodgers had a lip-reading day for the for the ages in week nine. Here he's like, oh yeah, gesundheit, I think was what he was trying to say. He was not happy when he was, I cannot believe that they did not have that on sale at TJ Maxx. All right, and then this next one is very frustrating. This next one, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, 
Achoo! That's exactly what it is because he had just thrown an incomplete pass downfield to David Bakhtiari and he just had a sneeze coming on and that's why he couldn't hit his favorite target in the red zone. Finally, uh, he was on the phone, Aaron Rodgers was, and he was like, is the TikTok challenge that I'm supposed to slam this phone down? So you're saying I should take this phone and just and just gently place it back in there? You just get in there. Oh, wasn't that nice? Okay, I'm sorry. So can we, re- can we do it again? TikTok challenge. Fail for Aaron Rodgers. Okay, here we go. Next up. Next up, we have uh, Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow. And he's like, here, if you hit the X button, you get to spin around like this. And then Joe Burrow says, oh, it's perfect. That was perfect. He's like, oh, I'm going to go do this way. Pros to Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, five touchdown day for the Cincinnati Bengals. That was a beautiful thing. And then finally, this is my favorite one. This is like when you're driving in the car with your best friend. And he's like, you can't tell me that you're going to exit that way. You have to tell me earlier that I have to change lanes. Like, you are the one. This, this, you cannot get the, exactly. It's so frustrating. These guys back here, no idea what I'm saying. Pros to Kyler Murray. He is now, I think, in a lip-reading Hall of Fame. Kyler Murray is. My next pros goes to um, just a number. It's Taylor Swift's number plus four. It's the seventh prime number, the atomic number for chlorine. Love to go swimming. The number of symbols in a haiku. Yes, that is the number 17. Because Let's go in the quad box. Let's go Scott Hansen style. Four games were tied at 17 in the final two minutes of Sunday. You guys, this mug is so heavy. I have to drink the beer just to make it lighter. Prost! And tied at 17 with under a minute to play. And one went into overtime. Steven, Steven Sven? Is that how I say that? To get 17? I feel like I feel like uh, Kyle Branton and Gurenzer, I'm losing my breath. 17 is such a great number. It's the number of the regular season NFL games. It's the number featured in the Stevie Nicks historic take anthem. Take a little sip. I can't take call. A little, you gotta hold this. Take a little man. sip. Seriously, hold it. it. Oh, oh, look at oh, it. Kyle Branton! Come is, on! Is this heavy for you? That's a party fail. Is this heavy for you? Yeah, let me hold you. You know, you know they carry 12 Jeez. of these things, Edge of right? 17, okay. I feel like a St. Pauli girl. I know, that's how I feel right now. It's not good. Thank you for spilling on my dirndl, Kyle. Uh, and then it's the, the age in which the wizard come of age in Harry Potter. Harry Potter yeah, reference yeah, right there. Age, sure. Oh man, this is like really a struggle. Uh, 17 was a perfect number. And finally, a pros to Munich. Yeah. Munich has treated us so beautifully. Marienplatz is full of so much history. The Christmas, the Chris Kindle market is being set up. Is that right? I look at Bjorn like, can you please confirm everything I'm saying? He knows less than look you. At the Tannenbaum, I know. <laughs> and and the Glockenspiel from the wedding of in 1560s uh, to our new German friends. Rose! Rose! They're actually so happy to be here. This is such a thrill. Uh, it's gorgeous Bavarian weather, and I'm wearing this Jurndal. Is it Jurndal? Oh, here comes a friend. Show him. Chug it. Chug it. Show him. Here we go. Prost. 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 Everybody woke up. Yes. What is your name? Yes. Uh, Lucas. Lucas, congratulations. You just became the reason why we came out here in the first place. Not not outside, but like to the country. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. I want to say uh, congrats and uh, greetings from Germany, from Munich. Lucas! 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 Well done. Lucas, you are a Super Bowl champion, my friend. My goodness. Pros to week nine. Jason, it's your turn. Come on, Jay. <laughs> 
<laughs> Stunned. Jay can't drink well beer. I don't know Stunned. what I just witnessed. I, I know. Oh. It's a beautiful thing. Guys, choose to ignite. Can't follow that act. By the way, heavy spillage on that guy. I, don't, I hate to be I like that guy. Outfit. How about, I'm, not, I'm not pouring. How about, li- how about lip reading Twitter? Oh, lip reading Twitter's Twitter. massive. How about the number 17? We have so many friends out here. You know what? It's, Jamie, when you started the segment, somebody yelled, go Hawks. Yep. Oh, yes. And it was, it, it was that was you, right? And you're the Seahawks fan. And then we got a Cowboys Cowboys fan. Yep. So, what's your name, sir? Miguel. Miguel, and you said you're from Mexico. You're here in Germany. Cowboys Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year? Of course. Of course? (laughs) Yes. They will. It's been since 1995. It's about time. It's about time. That is so right. Way to look at it. We love playing uh, German roulette by interviewing live people on TV. You never know what they'll say. We won. Never give up the microphone, Kyle. I never will. And Bjorn has officially taken over the show by inviting a German citizen to come and chug a beer right now. Guy? Like, I took one look at our boss and he was smiling. And so we said, okay, we're going to keep doing this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.